0: Welcome, 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 everyone, to another episode of the Option Menu Crew Podcast. This is our last episode for 2021, uh, and actually, by the time this goes up, it'll actually be 2022, so that's, that's pretty fun. But this is episode 40. This is our Game of the Year episode, and today we've got uh, a very nice number of crew members here. Uh, I am your typical crew member, Ryan. I've also got Ed with us today. How you doing, Ed?
1: Good. I'm always here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and joining us for this special episode, we got two more returning crew members. First up is Mark. Mark, tell them how you're doing.
2: Burr, 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 burr. End of year. Game of the year. Let's go. I'm doing great. How's everybody else doing?
0: Doing excellent. Thanks for being here, Mark. And last but certainly not least, we have Mike on his own. Mike. Mike, how are you doing today? Happy holidays.
3: I'm doing great. Uh, how's everyone
2: else doing? Doing great, fantastic. I
1: Cannot believe it's almost 2022. I know, right? Honestly, the year went by like so quickly. So
2: well, I, think I think our listeners are going to be hearing this in 2022 if my math numbers are correct. Yep, the way well, this is I, going, I'm We're not.
1: Still... I'm not I've been, I don't. I don't do math anymore. I'm an adult. <laughs> I don't do math anymore.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it's technically I'm done with school. Yeah, I guess this is not the last episode of twenty. It is both the last episode because we're recording two weeks before this episode will go live, and we are publishing it the first day of. So this will this is kind of in a a weird paradox of of an episode. But either way, first episode of twenty twenty two, and the last episode of twenty twenty one in terms of recording. So that's all funky time travel is what it is. Uh, but yeah, so on today's episode, we're going to talk about the games we've played. We're going to state our personal game of the year pick and then we're all going to have a nice big argument on why our game of the year is right and why everyone else is wrong and try and see if we can create a, uh, a agree on the official option menu crew uh game of the year 2021 but before that with everyone here it's time to do some housekeeping now i didn't do my homework but that's part of why it's fun to be messy and I wanted to check in with everyone on their new game, uh, New Year's gaming resolutions from last year. So, I remember what mine is because it was an ongoing conversation. Uh, which mine was to not buy more than nine controllers. Uh, it
1: was eight. It was not nine. It was eight. <laughs> it was eight. You're, you're, Are you're, you sure? You know, Are you sure? I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it was eight.
0: on oh, the tape. I know right I should totally just look up the episode right now but I didn't
1: Yeah you you're, you're going to have to like do a post a post uh, recording edit be like up oh, we'll, I, I was wrong or Ed
0: was wrong. We'll do housekeeping on the on the follow-up episode with okay. the the next episode and and do that. So we'll look into that. So I remember that that, that was still like it was 8 or 9 uh controllers. Um and throughout the year and I had already checked with Ed on this, because I bought the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword Special Edition Joy-Cons for Nintendo Switch. And I first asked, when I had the idea, I'm like, okay, uh, you can make this decision. Is it one controller or two controllers? And Ed's first response was, yeah, it's one controller. You're buying a set of Joy-Cons. That's one controller. And then, as the months went by, I like, that's two controllers. You're adding two. I'm like, no, you already said one. And I double-checked. And so, that was only one. But uh, I had bought... I think I bought the two Xbox Series controllers, a black one and a blue one. I bought an 8-bit-o special controller. Um, I did buy two uh, retro-style controllers, because one of my friends has an N64 and a Dreamcast and wanted to start doing retro game nights. So I did buy one of each of those, of the like retro ergonomic ones. I forget what the brand name is. Um, I did buy. I gifted to Mark, but the, we we agreed that this didn't count because when you're buying for someone else, it doesn't count. If you if I'm buying for myself, it counts. Yeah, that I, doesn't count. Yeah, I gifted Mark a very nice Waluigi Switch controller.
2: It was indeed very nice. Can confirm, ten out of ten. And then, uh, I did buy for myself,
0: um, the Razor. Wolverine v two chroma controller which I ended up loving and then I bought a second one as a spare in case the first one goes to uh breaks down for some reason so <laughs> uh i I have that and so I think the way that tallies up I'm still under
1: that's seven right
0: I think so the two Xbox the two razor the eight bito O and then the joy cons so that's that's oh and then wait it's two more because i bought the two retros so that's eight i hit the limit if i'm not really pushing it and i'm not
3: you win you win anything
0: uh personal satisfaction in that you had (laughs) (laughs) self-control and that you met your goals you know it's more of a standard there's no edge.
3: like a, not like game of the war or game of the year awards where you get like a trophy or anything
0: no it's just resolutions it's just for yourself and then you're you're oh. you're held accountable by your peers okay so if you didn't <laughs> keep to your resolution then you can just feel shame so yeah i uh i narrowly slid by uh and mostly on a technicality which is funny 'Cause I ended up giving that 8 bit controller away. It's not bad, it's just not what I was looking for. I was looking for a switch controller with a clicky D pad and I just that was not it didn't end up being the, the thing I wanted. And then I also bought a uh, adapter for uh that allows you to connect any controller to the um to the switch and other uh devices. It doesn't work for my PlayStation five currently, which sucks but it allows me to use my Razer controller with my Switch so I don't have to use uh, the normal Pro controllers or the Joy-Cons if I don't want to. I can just use an actual, the Xbox controller. So that's pretty cool. Um, I understand for a lot of people that the Razer Chroma V2 is, or the Razer Wolverine V2 Chroma is not wireless, and that's a thing for some people, but for me that's completely fine. I'm I'm fine with it being wired. Uh, It saves me the hassle, and all the other features on it are pretty darn awesome. So yeah, I made it through my my new uh resolution. So who wants to go next? And there's uh, still a lot of days. Who wants to own there's up? Oh, I am not I'm there's... not planning on buying any more controllers. I'm good. Unless something breaks, and I don't think that should count. If I have to replace a controller, that doesn't count.
3: Uh so hey, my goal was to like complete uh 100% Mario 3D World. Yeah. Or Collect all the stars and stuff. Yeah. And I got like I got about six worlds, and and then, yeah, he gave up.
0: <laughs> so Mike has but failed. I still have eleven days. So Mike has f- pretty much failed his resolution. So because uh, I don't think it's any there's any feasible way for you to do that. So that's An unfortunate. Shame on you, he Mike.
1: Could, he could do that in 11 days. He's he hanging out with his. No, he's
0: hanging out with his family. You know, he's not going to. He's going to be in church for most of those days.
1: <laughs> tell tell his, tell his family that Mario 3D World is the most is his top oh priority. God. No, Mike has, has to tell right his family now. that.
0: And Mike has to <laughs> that's take it.
1: That's, that's what I'm saying. He needs to tell his family. Just this take now. over the TV. And
0: just no, just like, play that. on your portably on your switch. Just take uh, it, yeah, that's that's it to true. church. Take it with you everywhere. Play on the toilet. Play it at the dinner table. That's what you do. And while you're waiting, there's
3: still, there's still hope.
0: We're all waiting for Santa, so you just wait and you just play. And then when you hear the jingle bells, you just pretend to be asleep and put it on sleep mode with you. And then when he goes away, then you turn it back on and keep playing. And you play it while you're opening presents as well. So, I mean, if Mike, if you can finish it by the end of the year, that'd be amazing. Good luck yeah, to you on that.
3: I, I really don't think I will, but <laughs> I can try. <laughs> At least you're honest.
0: There you go. All right. Mark, Ed, own up, come on,
1: mine was um I think it was just generally spend more time actually playing games instead of uh I don't know constantly worrying about what games I should play
3: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. want
1: to play um I think I still do spend a lot of time worrying about those things and kind of like planning out and thinking what I would want to play next or in the future, but I did look at um you know, all the all the games that I didn't play, and I think I tried a significantly larger number of games this year than I have in the past. Part of that's because I tried a bunch on Game Pass after getting my Xbox, and um, I also had Apple Arcade for a few months, and I tried a bunch of games on Apple Arcade. Um, too many to really count. Some of them I only tried for like five or ten minutes and just, what you know, played a few levels, but um, it was nice to be able to try a bunch of things, so I, I guess I could I could give myself permission to uh, count that as a as a win as a success because um, I I don't think I ever played as as large a variety of games as I did this year, even though I didn't finish them all. Not every one of them, uh, you know, resonated with me.
0: Yeah, no, even just just playing them it doesn't you don't have to finish them. And you did beat quite a few games this year, at least more than than usual. Um
1: I I actually beat I, I'm looking at the, I I think I beat at least 5 games that came out this year. So I have a I have a lot to talk about for this this episode. So I'm excited. So that's nice. uh that's good too.
0: Yeah, I'd say that's a, that's an accomplished there. I think you did it, man. And, yeah. and we were talking throughout the year. So yeah, I, I'd say you you accomplished it there. So all right, we're 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 two Two and one right now. Mark.
2: Where I uh where I'm not gonna spoil it yet, but I can I can say Ed, based on uh your Nintendo Switch online playtime and everybody else's, that I think I win. Not the New Year's resolutions, but the only guy, right? The four of us, everybody had negative numbers but me for Nintendo <laughs> playtime year over year from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one. Yeah. On the oh, Switch. Yeah, yeah. Now that I, that was the New Year's resolution, but go ahead, Ed.
1: I was gonna say I've kinda soured on the Switch as a console lately, and I don't really want to play anything on it that much unless I absolutely have to. And, and yeah. some of the games I wanted to play this year didn't turn out to be like like I wish they weren't on the Switch. And I'll talk about that later, but Okay. Man, I I I don't like this, which is a console, as much as I used to. So you know, clearly my, know. Numbers, my numbers reflect that.
3: Also, <laughs> Animal funny. Crossing. Animal oh Crossing yeah, Animal was Crossing big...
1: was just like a huge inflator of numbers. Just you know, farming item balloons <laughs> during work <laughs> and planting planting stuff, and yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I was down like a hundred some hours, and that hundred some hours literally went into uh in into my Tales of Arise gameplay which I played on PC so yeah, yeah. not that Tales of Arise was on Switch uh, at all but yeah if, if that time would have uh, been different cuz I did buy a, a number of Switch games this year um so it was uh still there still could have been time and also with Sora coming out for Smash Brothers like I've been putting more time in and trying to just doing my own personal goal of getting up to 200 matches played with each of my um my favorite characters in there so I've been working on that just to spend time, but I've been playing a bunch of bunch of other stuff. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah Mar- uh, Mark, Mark, what
1: was your a- what was your yeah. actual? I don't remember what yours was. I remembered Mike's and For- I remembered um, <laughs> Ryan's, but not yours.
2: So I think like definitely need to check the tape. I, I think I found the episode, but I don't want to sneak it into this this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Without prior consent, but I I want to say it was beating Paper Mario. Yes. And I remember that. That was it. Yeah, yep. yeah. I definitely failed that miserably. I don't even think Ooh. I hit the halfway point. I I gave it the old college try too. Like mm-hmm. I started, I started off strong. Mm-hmm. Went then like three or four months without playing like a minute, and then played a crap ton. And then at that point, I was like, I'm done with this game. I. Mm. You
1: didn't like it? It's,
2: just, it. it's just the whole rinse repeat. I don't know the whole the battle system really just got to me like big time like mm-hmm. it just I, wasn't fun. It was
1: it was mm. a struggle for me to get through with that battle system. I didn't love, love the whole radials. Well, we we talked about this. Yeah, we we talked about it ad nauseum. It's
2: it's and and the boots yeah. that like break down but you need oh, them or you yeah. can't beat certain enemies. Mm-hmm. It's just. Mm-hmm. Constantly what is it going with Nintendo
1: and like every game <laughs> the, that they make has just dis- has like destructible items? Like you yeah. know, Animal Crossing keep breaking your shovel, hitting rocks. It just why do they think it's fun that they, and, you know? They love Minecraft. Breath of the Wild. Of the wild. Love... Yeah, yeah. Breath of the Wild is the worst of that. You know, your sword breaks in five hits.
3: But they they saw Minecraft and they their mind erupted. I I
0: think they think. It encourages creativity because if you can't rely on stuff to be there all the time, then you have to keep working on it or being more cynical. It's an, it's a clever way. I don't even know if I want to use the word clever, but I'm going to use it anyways. a, A clever way of padding out gameplay because then you force someone to have to rebuild up their resources afterwards. So, uh, those are my best guesses. Is either they think it's fun, and it or it pads out gameplay, or both? I guess Nintendo could think both and be like, eh, it works. But
3: I guess it could be fun for some people.
0: For some people, they don't care because yeah. they're just in it for the grind, and then for other people who actually value their time, uh, they,
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, all right. So that's kind of a wash because I'm not going to hold it against uh, Mark for playing more of it and then not liking it, and then I don't. I don't think. I don't believe in forcing yourself to finish something you don't like. Uh, so if if you genuinely got further in and then were just like actually I don't want to keep playing this then that's fine that's that's kind of a wash so I'd say your your resolution has uh, been nullified by the official court of the the menu crew of options.
3: But but you're gonna hold it against me?
0: <laughs> oh, because you don't. Yeah, I'm you like your game. You just chose not to to keep playing it. You didn't say you <laughs> so, stopped liking Mario. You
2: said you just stopped playing. Well, you're 100% to play in the bathroom. It
1: like should I, should I be um in the back of my mind as we're finishing this podcast should i be thinking of another resolution am i gonna have to come up with another assignment for next year
0: at the end of this episode after we have settled on our goatee we are revisiting this conversation but oh, for no, now man. we're gonna get into it folks so uh who would like to go first i was already saying uh I, I i since mark and mike have not been here in a while i'd really like to to have one of them go first because uh uh, to spice things up a little bit and see here. So, uh, oh, Mark, you trying to deflect to uh, someone else? So I guess, Mike, unless you I'll, have I'll go. Mike, yeah, if, if go. you're ready, then please <laughs> yeah. tell us about the games you've played this year and what game is your game of the year. And I'm going to start the clock just to make it a little simple. We're trying to structure this just a little bit. So right. I'm going to get the, start, the stopwatch ready. And all right. Uh we're we're giving each other seven minutes so that way we can talk about it and then we'll get to an argument point once we've stated all our goatee, individual goatee picks. All right, okay. Mike, go. Uh
3: so this year I played uh significantly less games, I think, than I did last year. Just like, you know, busy with life stuff and Uh, So, some of the games I played were, uh, well, a lot of the games I played were uh, multiplayer-focused and probably played them uh, a lot with you guys. So, um, well, with the DLC, I played a lot of the uh, Super Smash, played a lot of that. Uh, But
1: you never got got Crash Bandicoot, though.
3: Oh, yeah, that was disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's but not it was so fun to try all the new characters mm-hmm. and stuff uh, and then I played uh, some I played some Mario Kart but not as much just with like random people online and stuff uh, not as much as I did the previous year I played uh, played a lot of uh, Mario golf with you guys and uh, also played Quite a bit of uh, Mario Party Superstars, and um, recently I got the uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, uh, so I played some of that. And I also played Tetris Connected and uh, Friends, Friends, Friends Golf or Golf with Go- Friends. Golf,
1: golf with your friends. Golf for with your X- friends. For the Xbox. We play yeah, it on the- Game Pass. That's a. But you can tell them what it is.
3: Oh, it's just like. It's a ridiculous, like, mini golf game that I don't. The physics are all, like, screwed up and, like.
1: It's fun. I don't,
3: it's fun, but it's not, like. It's infuriating. expect to get mad, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, are we saying our game of the year uh, right now?
0: Yes, then like, you, you can start by saying your game of the okay. year and stating your own personal reason for it. For
3: picking so. It. Uh, my favorite game this year would probably have to be Mario Party Superstar. I just I uh, really liked uh, how it like kind of revisited the old Mario Party, like as far as certain elements and stuff. Like the five boards were all previous from pre, pre- previous iterations, and they were like expanded uh just visually and stuff and uh the mini games it it pulled them from all the different systems so it wasn't just N64 it pulled it from N64 GameCube we and it, it lets you choose like if you want to focus on a specific system you can and i i think the online works very well because like past Mario parties They haven't really done a good job with that but for this one like even if something goes wrong and you like disconnect you can like if both people leave you can like rejoin at the point of where you left off it's kind of like i i i just think that mario party superstars is a really fun multiplayer game and i thought it should have won like the family game and game Game Awards this year, uh, so that's that's my pick. Uh, probably second, I would probably pick uh, Mario Golf because uh, we we had a lot of fun with that, even though I'm not really that good at it, but I still had a lot of fun messing around with that. And then for third, I'd probably say the Bowser's Fury part of 3D World because. I, for the first part, uh, you know, 3D World, I've already played that before on Wii U, but the Bowser's Fury part was kind of like Mario Open World. And we haven't really seen, I mean, we kind of saw that with Odyssey, but not to the extent of where this is just, you know, the whole thing was open. Uh, So I, I want them to, like, expand upon that and, like, Make a true like open world Mario game. So those that's those are my top three picks of this year. And I haven't really played that much of Brilliant Diamond to like uh, say whether you know how how that is.
0: Well, you played the original. That's that's the new Pokemon
3: game, right? Yeah, I played the original um, Diamond and the original Platinum.
0: Games. Okay, so I mean, it being a remake, that I, I'd say yeah. it's fair for you to say, like, so far, has it lived up? Like, do you enjoy the enhancements or whatnot? Because you can make a. It it's been right?
3: faithful, faithful. I'd say it's a faithful remake, and some of the enhancement enhancements like HMs and stuff like that, just being able to use those without attaching them to your Pokemon and stuff, uh, have been really useful.
0: So. Can you still teach the Pokemon them the HM moves as well, but you can just use the HM separately also?
3: Yeah, you can. You can oh, okay. still okay. and you can still call upon them to do that.
0: Okay. Cool, cool.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah, uh, that so it's Mario Party Superstars. That's a strong first contender because I am definitely of the of the four of us here like Mario Party the least. Uh, I know Mark's <laughs> a big fan of it. And then obviously yes. Mike and Ed I- are
1: I've, I've become a fan. I, I never actually played it before superstars. I never played a Mario. I think I played like super Mario party once at Mike's house, but I've actually enjoyed it a lot. So it, it's a good game.
0: All right. So um, I'm already starting at a dis where there's already a, a, a somewhat of a consensus. I should say, I shouldn't just single myself out cause we'll see what else. It's,
1: I'm not going to agree that it's game of the year. though. <laughs> it's, it's, my, it's my game of the year.
2: You, well, you've got my vote, Mike. <laughs> Well, my, my, I haven't played it yet. My,
1: my response to that is, Mike, you're going to play more games if Mario Party Superstars is <laughs> your game of the year. We got uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah, there's going to be quite a fun cons- uh, argument there. But all right, yeah, we're just about at seven minutes there, so just a couple seconds. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try to make sure we don't interrupt each other a bunch because we just want to make sure with the time limit that we're doing that. I should have said that before, but yeah, uh, no big deal there. We We came well under the limit there. Going to reset. Mark, would you like to go next, or uh, do you still want some more time? you want some buffer room?
2: I I can go. Um, I was just teasing Mike and and whatnot. But uh, so 2021, also a different year, weird and and whatnot. I think it was honestly, in my opinion, it might have been worse for gaming compared to 2020. Like, I think there were more things that came out or were closer to It's original schedule, but I'm curious to hear what you guys think, but I think 2021 just from my standpoint like I don't know the 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 more notable games that that'll segue me into kind of where I where I landed was put a crap ton of FIFA 22, which is an annual title. I only buy it every so many years, but that was probably one that I spent the most probably the most overall time. Um, I got to be coming up to 50 games or if not more at this point. took a little bit of a break from it, came back to it recently and, and I'm obsessed. Uh, Ed, Ed, you were mentioning Halo earlier. There's no way I'm going to give a game that's not even going to be complete for another year. Game of the year. Um, it's, I, I can there's...
1: respect that decision. I, I can, I actually very much agree that that, that should be the case. I, but
0: yeah.
2: Give us co-op. That's all I'm going to say about I Halo. also respect that. Yeah. Uh, Played a bunch of MLB the Show because it was the first year that that had come out on Xbox. Love that, but in terms of longevity, I think I just kind of slipped away from it because playing nine innings or even seven innings online, like it just, it, it's it's quite a bit of a commitment. Um, maybe not necessarily as much time as I usually have for for my gaming sessions. Uh, played some Back for Blood more recently. Chivalry Two. Those two were also a ton of fun, but. Pretty similar to things. I mean, Chivalry Two is literally a, a remake, and then Back for Blood is the Left for Dead team, kind of their own iteration. Um, so that kind of landed me to Age of Empires Four and um, Mario Golf Super Super Rush. To Mike's point, honestly, depending on the day you ask me, I'd probably go back and forth. Uh, I wound up. Saying that Super Super Rush Mario Super, uh, Mario Golf Super Rush was my runner-up, uh, more so because it is, you know, more of a remake. Um, it, it's not the first title. I mean, then again, here we are going into four, so it's Age of Empires one, two, three, four. Um, but I, I don't know. It it was a ton of fun playing online, especially with 2021 and and us not really being able to, able to hang out too much in person uh, at least in the first half of the year um, but really where where my bread and butter where my my love for gaming this year was really centered around Age of Empires 4 uh, it reminded me so much of the first two games from back in the 90s uh, that were so much fun that I spent hours and hours as a kid building up to get to trouble shades building up walls taking down other civilizations so being able to play all of that online with a modern sort of feel it kept to its roots um, it had, in 2021, what feels like such a rare, uh, surprisingly very well-received uh, positive launch. There really weren't any issues and, and anything too crazy right off the get-go. Um, I think it scored very well in terms of uh, reviews. Um, I meant to check Metacritic earlier, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's it's got to be probably over an 80 um, I'd probably peg it around like an 85, 88, somewhere around there. Uh, there's definitely areas for improvement, but I uh, have spent a lot of time playing the campaign, um, and then also playing multiplayer with some friends. Uh, it's fun because you can spend about 30 minutes, you know, building up an empire and, and going into uh, to battle. Or uh, some of my friends are definitely more into, you know, turtling with the RTS and building, 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 and three or four hours later having this massive massive army uh, which is always fun it's just it sometimes can be tough to to build up to that so yeah Age of Empires 4 that's kind of where I landed with my game of the year for 2021
3: what is turtling
2: turtling good question it is basically when you hang back build walls just hang out in your own little area and it's a very defensive approach whereas i don't even know what the opposite but you know a more aggressive attack would be whenever you've got an army just keep you know trying to eliminate the enemy that way so just different strategy techniques
3: can you can Uh, you play it on your own time or will your city get destroyed if you like if you're not there
2: so it's it's not a i don't even know it's not like a clash of clans type of game but it's real-time strategy so like you have to be dedicated and actively be you know telling all of your units to do different things in real time right then and there um I think I had something come up a couple weeks ago and had to step away and it was like you know I could I could get wiped in that 10 or 15 minutes that I stepped away from my computer but yeah, it's it's pretty fun it sometimes I find it to be a little bit overwhelming because you're It's all about micromanaging, you know, your villagers to select different, um, you know, gold, wood, and and food, all the different resources. And then while you're also trying to, you know, micromanage your your army with different types of units. So definitely a ton of fun. I know you've got Game Pass, but uh, it's uh, right now only available on PC. I don't know. I, I think that is something that might come into Xbox possibly in the future. But I think PC is definitely a great platform with a little mouse and keyboard.
0: I'm sorry, you mentioned I mentioned
2: villagers. So, when did Animal Crossing
0: come to Xbox? <laughs> you manage an island, and your and your and you mass an army, <laughs> and then uh, you take over <laughs> other islands. Is that what I was hearing?
2: Correct. Correct. Ah, great. I, I yeah, think
1: so. the army, the army is like Animal Crossing 3.0 DLC, when you're able to like amass <laughs> ma- your villi- army of animals.
0: That's um, when you invade, didn't think...
1: invade other people's islands. Right. That's the
0: eighty dollar tier ordering. of Nintendo Online, right? The eighty dollar tier of Nintendo yeah. Online is uh, <laughs> has that Animal Crossing <laughs> DLC on it. Yeah.
3: Is Tom Nook there? Is he in Age of Empire?
0: Ah, uh, that's General he, he, Tom Nook he, to you. He's
1: just he's just the bank <laughs> that supplies every side of the war. Mm. He's he doesn't care. He's he's amoral. You're
2: right. You're right. That is that is what his when, goal is. When did Animal Crossing introduce murdering?
0: It always had it. Sometimes <laughs> villagers disappear and you don't know why.
2: Yeah,
3: the president, the president turtle guy. I think he like they have like a memorial or something for him in the new game, or I don't
0: know. He's the only one they yeah. acknowledge has passed away. Uh, all the other ones, it's mysterious circumstances, MIA, if you will. So, Age of Empires Five is that is that what you said, Mike? Uh, Mark? Four. Four. Excuse four, me. Four. Four. Age yes. of Empires of Four. All right. Versus Mario Party Superstars. Like the lineup we got going here. All right. Then. Uh, Can you even
1: compare those?
0: <laughs> I. Uh, yeah,
2: two very different. I, I think our games. We're are going, going to.
0: Different. We're going to compare them. So, yes, we are. Uh, so, we'll, we'll see how that goes there. And. Uh, <laughs> Mark is getting uh, the opposite of turtling right now. He's he is ready. So, Ed. Would you like to go next or shall I?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll go next and let you, let you finish. Um, Ooh, okay. I appreciate it. So let me just start by listing the five games or I think it was five. Let me just look at my, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, am such a nerd. I've made like a spreadsheet <laughs> of all the games that I've played and whether I've been, whether I finished them or whether I just gave up or, or fin- or I'm still playing them. So I'm, I, I love spreadsheets. So that's, that's kind of what i've done to keep track of my games this year. We're all super big but, nerds
0: here. We we literally created a podcast to talk about video games more.
1: So, so the games this year that came out in 2021 that i actually finished were Metroid Dread, uh Neo the World Ends with You, uh Near Replicant Version 1.2 whatever. I didn't I didn't even put the number in my spreadsheet. That's how ridiculous it is. Um Tigonots Two and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, I I also did play Super Mario 3D World, like uh, like uh, but I didn't finish that. Same as Mike, but I didn't commit to it, so I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> um, but of the games that I did finish, it, it's for me, it's really a very close race between Metroid Dread and uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um both of those are series that I've loved for many years and um I was really happy to see them both get uh you know particularly excellent entries um this year. I mean I keep going back and forth on it but I feel like I have to give the edge to Metroid Dread and um I I mean I guess they're different, but they're both really, they're both action-adventure games, platformers, just one's 2D, one's 3D. So, in a way, they're kind of comparable, but for me, Metroid Dread has the edge because it has, the one one thing I really did not like about Retro Part was it had a very poor enemy variety, in particular, like, you kept fighting the same bosses over and over, just you know, big giant robot after big giant robot, and it's like the same big giant robot. And sometimes they're fighting two of that big giant robot. So, you know, the, the fact that Metroid Dread had a bunch of unique boss fights and enemies that were all really well designed, um, really puts it over the edge for me. But man, if it wasn't close, I mean I I I found it um very hard to choose because I like them both a lot. Um I will say, um, one thought I had was, and I guess I'll just, like, this is just my own category, (laughs) maybe of, like, maybe of, like, most disappointing, Mm. um, like, after they showed it at E3, I was, like, super pumped for Shin Megami Tensei V, and, like, you know, I was, I was happy, I got to, like, I got to, um pre-order the collector's edition i was lucky enough to like be at my you know be able be able you know to have a break from work when i saw like a notification from twitter oh it's available so it's like go to amazon i get my pre-order and i'm all pumped so i i get the game and like it's fun but the performance was is I mean, this has been documented everywhere. I don't need to go into all the details, but like the actual performance of the game was just miserable and it really has affected my enjoyment of it. And I will say, the the actual collector's edition itself was pretty disappointing too. Like the stuff they included was like far below my expectations for how much that collector's edition cost. So that, you know, this, that, that game like single handedly soured me on the Nintendo Switch console because I'm like, this thing is not enough anymore and I I'm not going to play any game on it that I don't absolutely have to and even then like I'm not buying it until I get like solid confirmation that the the performance is is okay. And collectors editions too it soured me on collectors editions because it just it was bad and it felt like a cash grab and they included the cheapest junk that they could so um I'm just I I guess like I didn't ha- I I didn't really have like i was pretty sure about metroid dread being my um game of the year that i'm gonna use like i i'm using the last few minutes of my time to like really really rant about shimugami tensei five and i think i've already ranted about that in the last episode but i feel so strongly about it that i need mike and mark to also know and i need everyone who's listening to know a second time because it's so upsetting to me but Back to the positive, you know, the optimistic part of this award is Metroid Dread, because it, it was it was a very special surprise to get it announced at E3. Like, you know, no, no warning. It was just, hey, we got this new Metroid game. Yes, it's Metroid 5. Yes, it's even Metroid Dread, the game that you knew about, you know, 15 years ago that never came out. And it's coming out in October. Have fun. And it was great. So I'm like... I don't, I don't, you know, um, Mark, you said it wasn't a good year for you for games. You didn't really think it was a strong year, but all the games I played, like, you know, I played Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, New Year the World, End of the U, Metroid. Those were all like sequels or or follow-ups in series that I really (laughs) liked. So for me, it was like an awesome year. Like I, I, uh, I was really pleased to get, um, you know, entries to series that I've long awaited and you know so it was, it, was it, it has been an exciting year for me um even with that big disappointment I'm I'm pretty happy with uh what I was able to play this year
3: I think, I think part that, of the oh go
2: ahead I, I think the big reason I was saying that is centering more so around like Halo Infinite and just how we were so close in 2020 to getting it and then it was well let's delayed a whole year and then as we got closer, it was, well, we're not even going to have these major features in the game. So it's kind of, I, I don't know. I, I know there's also been a bunch of games that have been pushed out from 2021 release, which, you know, say what you want, it happens every year, but I just feel like it's the theme of this year is just everything's either getting delayed or just horrible launches. I mean, look at Battlefield uh, 2042 yet again. Um, but yeah, I could go on and on.
0: <laughs> yeah, and...
2: Oh, sorry, go ahead, Mike.
3: I was just going to say for me, like I think part of the problem was that I didn't didn't get the new systems. You know, I don't have the Xbox uh, One Series X or the PlayStation 5. So it's like maybe if I had those, maybe I would be more excited to play some of the new games that came out this year versus uh, just having the old systems, I guess. You gotta you gotta join us in the future, Mike. I know, I'm living in like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, you need but you, <laughs> you also
1: You pretty you pretty much are. Like you, you probably played like more of the Super Mario Bros. game and watch for like the first six months of this year than anything else. <laughs> oh,
3: I forgot I should have put that up. my game of the year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you wanna change your answer, Mike? No. Okay. <laughs> the uh yeah, well that's also part of the thing is um well, Mike, I mean, did you did you feel like you might have played more games if you had the newer consoles, or did you, did you did you not really care about getting the newer consoles? Because I mean, I, I think before you've expressed like you're just you weren't you know you want you're ex- you're kind of excited, but you're not like super driven to, to get the new ones. Or how w- how would you say it in your own words?
3: Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm waiting for like you know the next big Star Wars game or. Something like that that really like piques my interest. But I, I would definitely try like some of the other games as well when I get the system. But mm-hmm. I guess I'm not like 100% sold on like going next gen like immediately. I don't
0: know. Although also you do have access to Game Pass. So there is you do have yeah. an opportunity to try a lot of games still on your current Xbox system.
3: So And see how they run.
0: Yeah, and I mean they, they may work, they may not, but that's—that's that's the whole point. You're not paying anything extra for them, so you might as well try a bunch. And you know, I've advocated that to Ed a whole bunch, and I advocate that to anyone who's interested in playing video games is try before you buy. And uh, we—that was what last episode was all about. And uh, I have to respectfully disagree with the sentiment that last year was actually kind of weak for gaming. Um, when it comes to you, like, you mean this year or 2020. Sorry, 2021 specifically as a week year in gaming because I'm about to go off on my list here of all the things that I've played and whatnot. And I'm, when I look back, I'm like, it, it really is just a personal perspective. Like there's been major disappointments. Like Ed, you've said, Shin Megami Tensei Five let you down yeah, a whole I'll, bunch?
1: Yeah, I won't will, I will, I will mention again. I won't mention again. No, you're it fine, again, you're fine. Unless...
0: <laughs> just don't, you don't have to go into detail. We we understand. I, I've been the same. <laughs> and obviously once we have a chance to talk about Final Fantasy Seven Remake, I'm going to go off, um, but then also, you know, you got Metroid Dread and Ratchet and Clank sequel, which you both really yeah.
1: enjoyed. And Psychonauts 2, and Neo: the world that ends with you, and um, whatever yeah. the other game that I can't remember now.
0: Yeah, and then for Mark, I know <laughs> that's that, why uh,
1: I make That's why I make a list.
0: <laughs> I, I remember, um, yeah, Halo Infinite, uh, kind of a disappointing situation, but at the same time, the multiplayer is in a good place in terms of the core. Like, it's a fun core, right? You think you agree with that?
2: Kind of, like, fun at the core, it's the whole Battle Pass thing that just sucks. Um, right, but like the weapons
0: uh, and like the maps so far yeah. and like those initial yeah. the, the gunplay itself is like, if that sucked, yeah. you wouldn't even care about the Battle Pass. That would just make it worse.
2: Yeah, multiplayer, it's fun. I mean, it, it's tough because Halo multiplayer has never been the thing that drives me the most. Ah, it's usually okay. the co-op campaign. And then I just found out the other day that you can't even like go back to play individual chapters in campaign. So like I'm just that that was kind of like the last nail in the coffin. I'm just not even going to play the campaign until co-op comes out. Yeah, I don't know, sometime late next year, I think. I mean, I a lot of like open world 42. games don't have
0: chapter select in them, so it's that's not but unusual. Halo
2: is always. No, but it's unusual for Halo. Like that's always been a thing that you can you know speed run you can pick specific maps
3: so if you want to uh, play them again you have to start the whole game over
2: correct uh, like any correct. other like
0: typical game that's been made in like the last five years except for some stage-based ones
1: that's not the way halo is supposed to be
0: exactly now, exactly, now Ed, i can understand you so you okay so mark is saying that Halo infinite should not have been open world <laughs> confirmed all right i agree with that sentiment because i don't like the what. Didn't what did say that <laughs> But you're that's what you're implying. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I, yeah. You're I'm facetious. So, I so that's the thing. Then like, the, the game is clearly chosen to go a different route. And this is a little off topic, but I, I we haven't had Mark on it a bit. So I just want to be like, what? So what did you want, Mark? Like other than the game to be, you know, that what? What were you expecting with Infinite besides the the features just being there? Which I, I agree with.
2: Campaign co-op. I wanted the file stream. I wanted forge. I want to be able to play another level in Halo at any point <laughs> Besides just redoing the entire story that's coming. I know all of that everything I just said is coming. It's well, just
0: So well, let me ask sucks. let me ask specifically because I just don't have any context for this How often yeah. in older Halo games did you go back and just play a specific stage in the campaign? Like oh, I beat it and then now we're just gonna go back and play four. then we're gonna play seven and then we're going to play
2: three or yeah, how, how often did you actually use that feature
0: in previous halos?
2: Probably like 47 times. Oh, okay. I have no, I don't know. I don't know any specific number, but I know. Well, it's yeah, not, I I'm not asking because... for a specific number, just <laughs> anecdotally no, <laughs> yeah, all the time. Definitely would... something I, would, I wouldn't say all the time, but I definitely have done that where I don't know me and my brother's co-op. And then I go back and pick that one and play single player because I know the map now, whatever it may be. But, it's it's a combination of just some of those elements with halo like listen like i still enjoy the multiplayer there are parts that i am not crazy about um i'm just looking forward to that co-op campaign experience but sucks that we have to wait even though i've known that for i don't know three months at this point it's a combination of that it's a combination of battlefield kind of letting everybody down and, and really tanking not that I'm a Call of Duty fan, but I think Halo, Battlefield, and Call of Duty are generally your three biggest IPs, and they all launch within a month. And Halo had relatively positive remarks, but Call of Duty and Battlefield, from what I gathered, were both very, very negative. So, I don't know. That, that's where I'm coming from when I say 2021 yeah. is kind of like a bit of a disappointing gaming year. There's a lot more microtransactions, which everybody just can't stand. Yeah. Um so many studios are being bought up by these huge conglomerates, which, you know, forecasting years out, I think is going to breathe bad news for sort of the industry. Um, So I don't want to end on a sour note, though. Oh, we're definitely not done. So don't worry, I'm about to bring it back up.
0: Because ultimately, I hope that everyone finds it within themselves to be able to broaden their horizons and find new games that they like that aren't pieces of trash. So to start with, I'm going to talk about to, I, I have three lists here, and I'm going to be very brief because I've talked about probably a number of these o- over a bunch of the episodes. And also, I just want to get to this and then get to my goatee and my runner-up. So I watched two games. I didn't actually play them. I, was, I wanted to, but then for reasons. Uh, first was Near Reincarnation, uh, Part 1 or Chapter 1, whatever you want to call it, because it ended up being a mobile game. And uh, the mobile game <laughs> play was actually trash. And so it's basically just watch the YouTube video. You get the same exact experience without any of the BS. So fine there, whatever. Maybe the story will be great at the end, but it's pretty much just gotcha game trash. Uh, then 12 minutes, which overall, that is a game I probably would have enjoyed playing, period. But because of the way the story ended up being, uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad. And some of the puzzle difficulty, I'm glad I didn't actually put the time into to doing that because I would have been let down by the end of it. Um, but I do hope to see more games like that. I, I really like it when you can kind of replay things in a very tight time span, and then like experiment with variables, and the game reacts to you in unique ways. And that's going to come up in my GODI, uh discussion as well. So now the games that I've played, and this includes a bunch of things. So I, this is a this is a huge list. So I'm pretty much just gonna name them. Uh, I played the Knockout City beta. I liked it, uh, but we didn't buy it because we're not into it yet. Uh, I played The Medium on Game Pass. I did not like it. Uh, I played Fantasy Star Online 2, New Genesis Chapter 1. I liked it for the most part. Not enough content, uh, but that's a game of service. Super Mario Golf Super Rush. Ended up liking that a lot more, and it's kind of like the same thing as Mario Party. We enjoy how much pain it causes us. Returnal. Uh, it's really cool. I want to like that game more. It plays really good, but it's a roguelike, and the roguelike elements are kind of... Training on me so i stopped playing uh world war z aftermath friend recommended it i was having fun we just haven't picked it up but it it, it was pretty cool uh guilty gear strive i played the beta a couple times they changed guilty gear on me i'm really upset and i'm hoping that they'll eventually patch it to play more like the way i liked it before but i if they end up adding it has good netcode and i might end up buying uh buying it later once it has cross console and pc play Splitgate, that's a fun multiplayer game if you uh, were waiting for Halo and want something different than Halo. Gears 5, thanks Mark, it was fun. I was hoping we'd play more, we didn't. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, finally was on sale on Steam, bought it. It's pretty decent, uh, but it's kind of a slow fighter. Saints Row the Third, once again, co-opted with a friend for a little bit, it was okay. Uh, Virtual Fighter V Ultimate Showdown, it doesn't have rollback netcode and it was free and that's all I have to say. Uh... The Avengers game, Wakanda expansion, didn't actually beat that. Thought I was going to co-op it with a friend. Didn't happen. Got to go back and finish that. Uh, The Final Fantasy Origins, or Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin Beta 1. I missed out on Beta 2. Uh, I think the game is good. It needs its tweaking. I hope the final game is good. I'm probably going to rent it before I buy it. Uh, Ratchet & Clank Reboot. Just started playing it. Uh, It's off to a decent start. It's weird. It doesn't have a run button, or it just never told me it does. Uh, I'm going to finish that and beat that. Scarlet Nexus demo. Uh, That was pretty fun. I plan on beating it. It was gifted to me. Thanks again, Mark. Um, But I ended up being gifted another game first, so I prioritized that. Halo Infinite multiplayer. It's actually pretty fun. The grappling hook's the best thing. It should be uh, a staple. It should just be part of the default move set. Get on it 343, and also stop with the microtransactions. Forza Horizon 5. Thought we'd play more of it. Not really into it. Not gonna really miss it. Neo, the world ends with you uh, demo, which is actually the first two hours of the main game. Save progress carries over, and I would, uh, uh, I plan on beating it at some point. Maybe by the time it's on Steam, I'll actually get around to it. Uh, And then just this weekend, I played the King of Fighters 15 second beta. It's King of Fighters. It's pretty good. Uh, They're fixing up the, they got rollback net code. They're getting better at it. I'm gonna... I'll revisit it at some point, point. I'm definitely going to buy the the full game. DNF Duel, finally got to play it. Uh, It's actually really fun. Um, Looking forward to playing more of that. That's definitely a must-buy for me. Now, for the games I've beaten in no particular order. Solar Ash, liked it a lot. Very fun. Kana Bridge of Spirits, liked it a lot. Pretty fun. Uh, Bright Memory Infinite. That was a lot shorter than I expected. It's a technical showpiece. Uh, pretty cool. I hope there's a full, a bigger game based on that first-person like action combat someday. Resident Evil 4 VR for Oculus Quest 2. That was pretty cool. Resident Evil 4 is still good, and it's even better with all the tweaks to it. Can't wait for the official remake. The Pathless, also fun. Kind of the same things like Solar Ash. It's really good. Uh, I'd play it. I'd play it. Uh, I recommend it. Infamous First Light. Uh, that was the DLC, exp- or I should say it was the standalone expansion to uh, Infamous Second Son. Uh, actually pretty fun. Pretty neat. Uh, glad it was updated for PS5 to run at 60. Uh, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Ed, I will never forgive you for wasting all that time. It was a good story. Uh, Not
1: a waste at all. You, you loved it.
0: Cyberpunk 2077. Still a good story. Overall it's pretty good. Buggy Mess I played on PC. Uh... It's If you like sci-fi and dystopian future stuff and open-world games, I, I can't really dissuade you otherwise from just fire beware. Tormented Souls. Uh, it's a Resident Evil, Indi- uh, Resident Evil, Silent Hill kind of throwback. Actually pretty good for what it is. It's got its own level of jank, but I'd recommend it for survival horror fans to check out. Mass Effect Trilogy Legendary Edition. I had played the original trilogy, but I missed out on some DLC, plus I was excited for all the tweaks. I played through all the games uh, back-to-back. Caught up on a bunch of new content. I was super happy to revisit that universe and uh, get to see all the content that I missed from the original releases. That was totally worth it. Near Replicant V 1.2. I'm glad I played it so I never have to play it again. That is the best story told the worst way. Celeste, older game. Played through it on Game Pass, then bought a copy on Steam. That was really fun. It's a really good platformer, really cute, heartwarming story, art, art style, really tight. Uh, gameplay. If you like challenging platformers, definitely play it. Resident Evil 8 Village. I forgot I played that this year. Um, I put my time in. It was pretty fun. It's got its issues. I think I talked about them before, and uh, I'll probably get into it in a different episode once me and Paul have a chance to sit down and really hash it out. Um, but it's it's okay. Once again, it's kind of just getting. It's taking Resident Evil more away from its survival horror routes towards a more action thing, and I just feel like it. The they don't split the difference correctly. Um, Metroid Dread, super fun, Uh, really enjoyed that, really enjoyed the quality of life, I just hope they patched the controls, because I thought that some of their choices were really, made the game more difficult than it had to be, because that also, uh, it was possible to get lost in a few spots, um, that just, if you're not paying attention, it's really tough, or they they hid some stuff, yikes, Uh, but ultimately good, and runs pretty well on Switch, I recommend it. And then, here were my top two games. This, this is my runner-up, and I thought it was going to be my game of the year. I didn't think there was any way it could be beat, was Tales of Arise. I played it on PC. I spent over 100 hours with this game. The action combat was pretty fun. The more skills I learned, it was great. The characters, I just fell in love with all of them. I loved every minute of it, and there's still, I beat the campaign, and there's still a bunch of post-campaign stuff that apparently I've been told is really good and worth playing, so I've kept it installed and I'm going to revisit it, but I had to get some other stuff out of the way before I did that. Um, and my biggest surprise of the year, honestly, I can't sing the praises enough and I recommend it to anyone who has a, a Playstation an Xbox or a PC, you should play Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, that game ended up being everything I liked about Tales of Arise in a much more compact package and just, if if you like characters that are lovable, Heartwarming stories, really relatable stuff, plus good action gameplay, a little bit of platforming and puzzle solving, but just like a very straightforward plot. Kind of like uh, I, the closest thing I could recommend it is either Uncharted or even Ratchet and Clank. Uh, you know, just kind of straightforward, tons of comedy. Those characters are just always talking, which you can like. The soundtrack's amazing. They've got the original soundtrack they created, but they've also got tons of like. I think it's, like, 80s music uh, that's sprinkled throughout, used to really good effect. And uh, it just, yeah, I I can't say enough good stuff about about that in terms of, like, it's also sci-fi. It's one of, like, the best sci-fi games. It offers, like, a really fresh view. You go to different areas, a very a very good amount of any enemy variety. I felt like the game was, like, the perfect length. There was even some spaceship battles I got to play in, which reminded me of when I was playing Halo 4's campaign. And they had, like, the two or three uh, dogfight segments where I was like, yes, more of this, please. And mixed in with, like, on-the-ground action combat third-person. And it just makes me go, like, once again, you know, Microsoft, Red versus Blue is still really popular. Make a Halo spinoff that's just a third-person action game in the Halo universe. Come on. Free money. Let's do it. So you already made Halo Wars, and nobody likes that game. So come on. let's Let's do something with a real genre that people like. Alright, uh, so my pick is Guardians of the Galaxy, and I, uh, I think I'm over my seven minutes, but that's that's where I'm uh, vying for, and we can now have open discussion. So, to recap, our four Gody picks are Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, Age of Empires 4, and Mario Party Superstars. So... Who would like to start arguing first?
2: My votes I mean, with superstars. I, Enough said. I mean,
1: I don't know if we're re- All right, really we, going to come to a consensus, but
2: well, we've got argue.
0: uh a uh, thirty more minutes at least to kill. So so we're we're gonna definitely argue until we can see and find out if we can have a consensus here. We've already got what? two for Mario Superstar, so that's that's starting out with a starting out pretty low there. <laughs>
3: How could we come to a consensus if we all didn't play the same games?
0: Uh, I'll, then I'll, I'll all right. I will start the arguing. I didn't want to, but I was ready for this. I'm
2: all right. How many boards? I haven't played seventy five. I haven't played any other game except for mine of everybody else's game. Same. That's fine. We're that now. Played, we state our played case. Played, you know, You're trying to I convince everyone.
1: Metroid Dread and Mario Party Superstars, so I I have reference for two of the games on the list. Yeah. And like Mario Party Super size doesn't even come close to dread. It's 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 like half a game with the amount of boards they include. It's pathetic. It's fun, but it's, like the content they include is it's five boards, right? Yeah, it need it needs it needs at least three more boards. We even there. got through all the boards. We only got through I, four I of the have, five. I have. I played Horror Land with one of my friends. And you, you Well you,
3: I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of content. <laughs> Huh? Did he play all the mini There's games? Not a
1: how many times we've seen like the same mini games, mini games already a million times.
0: I want to make yeah, but let me make a point here, uh, Mike. You got tired of the number of board a number of tracks that are in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and they are officially at least four times more tracks in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe than there are boards in that game. So, I guarantee if you played it more, you'd probably get bored of just the five boards unless you have what's your
3: opinion I mean, on it it's that? a longer it's a longer type game like it's i don't I I
1: already two of the boards in mario party i don't want to play again like i don't want to play i don't even remember what the first board was it was so boring and i don't like peach's birthday cake so really there's only three boards in there i would want to play again that's spaceland woody woods and horror land so two out of the five boards i'm like eh i played them i got my fail i don't want to play them again
3: so it was so boring you never want to go back to that
1: no, I want to. I want to play Horrorland and Spaceland and Woody Woods again. I, I, I maybe would begrudgingly play Peach's birthday cake, but I thought it was a little boring.
3: I mean, the first one is a classic, and I don't know. I don't.
2: They're classic, all the classic.
3: Classic doesn't mean classic
1: doesn't mean good.
2: That yeah, is true. Don't... Mike, what's your favorite mini game in all of the games?
3: Oh, um, all
2: the uh, mark each. In, I'm talking like, do you like the, in the full game? Like, do you have one superstar that you really in yeah. not, not all yeah. of Mario Party?
3: The one where uh Bowser counts down.
1: Oh, wait, that but that one's all just <laughs> random. See, this is Mike, he just likes things to be random, he doesn't want any sense to the world, he just wants to see the world burn.
2: Oh, that way, it's never his fault. The one where you have to like sneak up and he turns around.
3: No, that's you press a you press the, a, you press the chain button. Chomp. You press a button. And if Bowser doesn't like it, then you're
1: finished. Yeah, that's the one where there's five plungers, and like you have to pick a plunger. And if you pick the wrong one, Bowser will explode, and you're out. But it's all random.
2: Well, <laughs> that's mostly what freaking Mario Party is in the first place. No,
1: there's plenty. There's plenty of games that are skill
2: based. I can't wait to play that though. When uh, when we all have it. 2022, it's going to happen. Yeah, Mark, I actually
0: acquired the copy before you did, and you're the big Mario Party fan.
2: I It's number one on my Christmas list. Oh, so by yeah, the time yeah. everyone's hearing this, I probably have already... Yeah, I, rounds, I, at
1: least. I I I wanted him to play with us online so I, I bought him a copy of Mario Party Superstar. So once you get yours we're going to we're going to get online and we are going to we're going to get, get our money's worth. We're going to get our money's worth out now, of that game.
0: Now once again picking holes in arguments here I'm trying to to sort this down is that Mario Party is far from the the best Mario party superstars specifically is far from the best. So let me ask this question too, since we're talking about it
3: may be one of the best Mario. It's party the best, ever. the best multiplayer game out of all the games.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyways, Mark five boards. Does that sound like the right amount to
2: you? No, or they need to add more. Yeah. They need to add more stuff. What's, what's like a, what's the golden number for you? It's a it's a compilation of some of the best games like add them all like why like why couldn't they do 10 that? boards you know one I mean? for like, each of the
0: past Mario parties.
2: That would be epic yes. I, what are we up to like 11 12, um, super
0: super Mario Party was the 11th Mario Party game.
2: Okay. I, I think not counting so. Mario
0: Party DS. I don't remember if they yeah, know so then, If Mario well, Party this DS, this one conscious. they
3: chose like the best of the yeah. There was Mario. There was a couple of Mario Party. They chose DS the
1: best games. mini games from Mario Part One through That's, Mario Part Ten. So they should have ten boards, even if it's not one from each game. But it probably agreed. should be.
0: Now it doesn't have five. It doesn't have all ten boards now, or even multiple. So I don't think it's fair to say, considering what we were discussing before, to say like, oh, with the promise of. Like, free updates. There Mario was, Golf there Super was Rush.
1: There's no promise. There's no promise.
0: But There's there was no, no promise. Yeah. Or, or, it was the, pr- right. But I'm saying even saying that because Mario, because Nintendo has, like, with Mario uh, Golf Super Rush, like, they've done additional content. But there was no promise yeah. for that. But we've already got, what, four new characters and four new courses no, plus one no. new mode?
1: Golf was pr- golf was promised post launch. Was it? Okay. Yeah, it was, it was advertised that they were going to add more content later on.
0: And all that's been for free, and the same thing with Mario Tennis. So right now, Superstars is behind. However, Superstars does have the uh, advantage of launching with online play, which took Super Mario Party, what, 18 months before they finally did it? So I remember wow. Mike and Ed mentioning to me that the online was a little bit weird in the, mul- in the multiplayer uh, for the board games. Uh, sorry, the mini games. Excuse me, the mini games. Has that opinion I, I, changed? I think or is we it, had
1: like what's I think We lag? had like one, one or two instances of lag. But pl- I've been playing Wired, and I haven't had any issues. Like it's been pretty good. I thought.
3: Um, yeah, overall, I would say it's pretty good. I mean, I guess there was a few in the beginning. There was a few issues that we had, but ever since then, I think it's been pretty smooth. Okay. Definitely.
0: Okay. Uh, you guys never followed up with me again on whether or not. That was there, yeah. so I wanted to ask. So if the multiplayer is online. Actually, wait. So let's let's let me ask this because we all know infamously how Mario Kart worked and Mario Golf is it, with its online system. Uh, how easy is it to bring people into the uh, into the game? Do you invite and the the game restarts or? How does the getting into the online
1: matches. does the game restart? I think we tried the invite once and we haven't done it since. I you
3: can do nine. the invite even if the person hasn't launched the game, but if you're in the game, I think it will probably do the same thing as Mario Golf to like restart you. And I think, but I don't, I don't, I know, don't know for sure. I don't because know. it? That's weird. I, Does the uh, But
1: I, but I will give credit to it. We we dropped a game and like mike said you're actually able to like resume a game that you dropped it it keeps your space so if and if and if you if only one of us drops out because of connection issues it will actually continue the game with an ai and then you can rejoin and take the place of the ai character so mm-hmm. like the actual net code for like handling drop connections is pretty good I because it,
3: it connects right away it asks you if you want to do online or if you want to do Uh, single player and then you can join up like it it starts off with like connecting like into a server or something like that i I don't know how i don't know the technical
0: okay now you guys have played private so private matches so we don't know what it's like if you can public can you publicly match me can you just join a random game
3: online okay yeah yeah and if you leave then like ed said it will just be replaced by an ai so nobody can really get mad
0: great great and I mean, that game is all sorts of RNGesus, so it, there's no reason to... A player is just the same as an AI, anyways, uh, at the end of the day.
1: Well, some some of the uh, AI, they make dumb yeah. choices. They make dumb choices.
0: So do people. <laughs> um, And then, so for the private game, because this was kind of an issue we saw in, like, golf and uh and kart, and Like, some options are missing that just don't make sense. Does Mario Party's private lobby options does everything kind of match up with what you'd expect can you customize it in the way you you can offline
3: yeah yeah Turn like order whatever. it's like it's like you're exactly just playing like in the same room And okay. you, and everyone gets to see like yeah it's, not, it's not like
1: the smash multiplayer where you're like so limited in your game options and mm-hmm. adding cpu like yeah you can add you can add cpus you can Select the same mini games, select the same boards, and set CPU difficulty. And I, I, yeah, I, I'm actually pretty impressed with the way they did the online multiplayer for this.
0: Okay, great. Okay, but,
1: but N- Nintendo sets low expectations, so maybe right. I shouldn't be that impressed.
0: But in the end, it doesn't have enough content to justify its launch, even if it is going to add more later. So that you're you're kind of hoping that. I it'll I mean, get how many
3: hours? All right, like, how many hours are you going to spend playing Mario Party? Where you say, like, "Oh, I've played through all the boards and I'm bored of them."
0: I don't know. That's don't different know. for everyone. So yeah. that's the thing, though. But if you've, if you're kind of like
3: monopoly, like from, I guess, like, I mean,
0: both Mark and Ed, as Mario Party fans, both said five boards is not enough. Even with I mean, all
3: monopoly, the monopoly, you only have one board and you play it over and over again.
1: It's a de- yeah, and Monopoly is a pretty boring board. game. No, it's not. it's the best board game.
0: <laughs> well, we're not talk- talking board game of the year, so we're gonna table that conversation. There. So, all right, moving on. Mark, Age of Empires has a single player campaign and, of course, multiplayer modes.
2: That is correct. Single player campaign for every single civilization as well. Ooh, with interesting. more civilizations probably coming as DLC in the future, but can't base it on that. Right, right. How many um yet. how many
0: civilizations are there to play through right now?
2: I want to say eight.
0: Eight, that's a lot. Uh, how How long do That'll you say six. a normal campaign takes?
2: I am, I think, one or two chapters away from completing the English one. Probably this one probably took about three hours is is my guess. I almost wanted a rage because the AI was almost cheating on. One of the levels, and so I had to restart yeah. it, which probably yeah, almost yeah. took me three hours just to beat. Okay,
0: now um, so, a lot of content. So for the single player campaign, what's the the allure of it for for you, or in general, is there like a, a good story, or is it just kind of it's it's fun to challenge and take on the different steps of the empire, or is it literally just kind of the building and seeing where your path goes? Like, what what would you describe it as? Like the the allure of the single player campaign campaign for this type of game?
2: Uh, so the single player is definitely more about teaching you the basics, so that you can then people online um there is a lot of history there's a whole lot of uh 4k like uh video shots some you know i'm not necessarily a history buff but like they will actually go to like present day for this one area that they will then have a whole history about that battle uh, which is pretty cool but i, I hate to admit but i kind of skip through a lot of the the cutscenes. um i'm really just about getting the the campaign missions all set up that way so
0: now are there like new mechanics and things that you've found interesting or is it pretty much like you're just kind of playing it as like refreshing yourself because you're already familiar with the mechanics from the previous games you played?
2: Yeah, there's definitely a refreshed there's definitely a refreshed look uh in terms of feel there is as well. It's not as much of an update that I would have expected like it's still up down left right the the arrow keys um to kind of like pan your camera i don't think you can actually no i think you can rebind that but like one of the things that they really like lost points in my book about was the fact that if you play with a couple other guys online or you know whoever it is that you're playing with online everyone will see themselves as blue then the next enemy is red and that's a huge issue if you're communicating and trying to say let's all attack you know this one colony all at the same time so there is a feature that you can just check it but it's Disabled by default uh, so that everyone is a unique color and everyone sees that universal color. Um, there was also no score that you can have, like, as an overlay so that you could see in real time sort of where you stand, which is almost like a little bit of a cheat because the whole, like, risk reward with Age of Empires is you don't know what anyone else is doing except for yourself and when's a good time to go, you know, battle. It, it's all about. Uh, taking over, or building a wonder, uh, and then there's this other game mode as well that I think was new uh, to to four. So there's there's new elements for sure. It looks obviously great. Can you co-op
0: the uh, the the campaign at all, or is the multiplayer just like versus?
2: Not to my knowledge, you can co-op the campaign. Uh, sorry, you can you can't do co-op campaign. You can do co-op multiplayer. Uh, That's actually primarily what we tend to do. Uh, You can have up to eight people, so we usually do like a four v four, or two on two. You know, you can do anything from one to eight players total. Hence, why I think there's eight different civilizations. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can do break it up into two different, you know, two or three different teams, or even four teams, or even eight, every man for themselves. So So that allows allows options.
3: I was just going to say that allows a lot more players than in Mario Party. I think that allows a lot more people. to. Play
0: That's true. Mario Party is won. still only limited to four players, which makes sense for the mini, the mini games. But for the board game section, it is kind of sad that it's still like they haven't found a way to up that ante. It feels like Mario Party is rife for expansion
3: in, in terms of, of things like that. Yeah, but not getting totally away from like the core.
1: Mario like, Party Battle Royale, anyone? I mean, Mario Mario Party '99.
0: There was something I saw that was kind of something like that. But yeah, I'll I wouldn't be surprised if at some point that's a, that's a gimmick. So, Mark, uh, <laughs> with the multiplayer, do you feel like um, or just more for my curiosity? I'm asking this. Can can more than one player be a be a civilization? Can you like double up and just that way you can do a civilization yeah. in different ways?
2: Yep, absolutely. Um, wouldn't necessarily recommend it because it's, you know, obviously good to use strengths and weaknesses of of multiple civilizations. Um, it, it's also not fun facing the exact same empire that you're playing as because, you know, it's not. You can't really leverage any. Yeah, you know, it, it's more. I don't know. It's just not as fun, now, in my opinion. At least.
0: Now, my yeah, my reference is limited, so I didn't know with with the way this is because it's an RTS, right? Yep, yeah. Does it Real-time have strategy? Okay. Is it is it really more combat focused or is it also got some like civilization aspects to it where like there's there's multiple ways to win. It's not just that or am I misunderstanding the way Age of Empires functions?
2: So, you set that all up in the, you know, pre-game map or, or match settings. Uh mm-hmm. yeah, you technically can have uh win by uh, route So like you just destroy all the buildings and all of the units of the other team. Uh, you can build a wonder, which takes, you know, you have to be in the last um, last age. And uh, <laughs> in order to do that, you know, it, it, it takes a lot of time to build up your empire to get that way, to, to sort of rank up or upgrade each of those times. Uh, a lot of resources, which you need those villagers to, to get for you. Uh, and then there's also one that's a little bit more like territory, control i don't remember that being a thing in one or two mm. it's possible uh definitely wasn't as you know into the weeds with the games back then as i am now okay
0: um yeah quick question about the classes is, is it any of the classes uh either based on a species of talking raccoons or at least as a unit that is a talking <laughs> raccoon
2: no talking raccoons also might be a DLC though, so keep an eye out for that in the future. <laughs> well, we're only talking launch editions or what's currently
3: available, now, but interesting. Well, interesting. Ta- Tom Nook is in Guardians of the Galaxy,
0: right? In- interesting point there. Uh, at least a relative of of Tom Nooks is. Uh, thank thank you for answering the question mark. So I I wanted to ask. Uh, also, um, have you played enough to know like how how do the the the, the different um factions? Feel balance wise. Does it feel like there's any sort of things or have you read anything online about developing metas? Does the game feel like overall it's it's balanced pretty well or um, is there clearly right now just kind of like if you're trying to be competitive there are it's kind of it. there's a developing meta.
2: I haven't grinded on enough to know every single empire inside and out. I've really just tried focusing on one. I've, mm-hmm. I've been expanding to a second one more recently because it's like you, the more you play as one, the more consistent you can get. And it's all about really timing. So like, if you know how much time it's going to take you to be able to then hit level two, you know, you're, you're going to have better units than have, you know, stronger, uh, military compared to your, your opponents. um, So I I haven't grinded enough. There was also a huge patch no more than about a week ago, actually, uh, that was definitely more balance-driven. But I haven't played it enough in just the last week to find out how much has changed um, compared to what I used to be able to do prior to that.
0: Okay, okay. And then for the customizations, you said, like, there's options for, like, the win conditions. How would you describe the... uh the ways you can customize your multiplayer modes. Do you feel satisfied with, like, the amount of modes? Is there more or less based on the previous games?
2: Yeah. So I I wish there was, like, a different game mode altogether that was just a little bit different. But, like, there's a dozen or so different maps that you can play on. Each map is scaled to be four or five different... There's, honestly, in all of the different variations, there's got to be over 50 different maps that you can create. And then you can do different seasons. Like, you can do probably eight different seasons, maybe a dozen different like climates or rather those are almost the same. Uh, maybe like a dozen different areas. Mm -hmm. Um, what else? And then you can do maybe six different sizes based on how many people you have. If you, you know, if it's just a one-on-one, you don't want to be on this huge, huge map because it might take five minutes just to get your units to the other side. Um, so just doing all of that fake math in my head really quickly, it's got to be well over 50. Um, all the different options you can do. There's a ton of customization is, is what I'm trying to say with uh, setting up your, your match settings.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I got a quick question about the the, the uh, soundtrack, and I, I don't know how much of the music you've been able to listen to, but I'm uh, uh, just curious. Um, does it happen to have uh, Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley? <laughs> uh i don't think
1: negative.
0: depends on who you counting. are but i'm asking the question here so I'm, I'm asking whether or not it does or does not have it it does not mm, what about um tainted love by soft Cell? no what about we built this city starship
2: nope
0: anything from twisted sister no sir mm, um or uh from europe such as the final countdown <laughs> No. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um. Yeah. But do you? Do, so, Mark, you've clearly you've had a great time with it. So, do you have any other criticisms or glowing points about you know what they offered in the game? Now that you're you don't have a, a time constraint on a the game, you know anything else you want to point out in in defense of your your
2: your choice? It's on Game Pass. I didn't say that yet, but mm-hmm. that goes almost without saying these days. Um, you're saying it's not up, worth up the money. Kind of what. I, <laughs> not at all.
3: <laughs> I love did, how you are, are
2: just trying to peg us uh, all in a freaking corner. All right, Mark, did you buy it? No. Why I did you not buy Gears it? 5. I didn't even buy Gears Five because it's free on Game Pass. Why am I going to pay twice for the same game? I'm paying a monthly subscription. No, you are not paying twice. You are paying game.
0: for a service, and you are getting that game at no additional
2: cost. But they're getting paid for me playing it. Are Likely, they- yes.
0: I
3: don't
2: know about that. You're, Support Mark, the games you love. You're,
1: you're you're talking to Ryan, who's like, he's the kind of guy who's like, man, I love this game on Game Pass, and I pay my Game Pass subscription every day or every every day, every <laughs> month, every, every month. I'm gonna also go on Steam and buy it again. I I,
0: I, I didn't I, buy I, it the
1: first time. I agree time. with you, Mark. I think if you're paying your Game Pass subscription. You are supporting that game, and I I think you're <laughs> you're 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 fulfilling your obligation as a consumer and fan of the of the series.
0: Let me. But, but thank Mark you, Ed.
1: The, I mean, Ryan, he likes to go a step ahead, which Let is me, admirable, but not, and also well, hang on. the
3: soundtrack. You can listen to any soundtrack with any game. You just put your your iPad and your seriously that doesn't that is not a valid point. argument.
0: Because that is not what the game provides you, and if the game has a banging soundtrack, that is a that is a mark in its favor because it is adding to your enjoyment by default and not making you supplement for its weak for its weak spots. I rest my case. Anyway, uh, no, but Mark, I did want to ask this, and I'm trying to I'm not as super facetiously. Uh, is Age of Empires a first party title? Yes, it is. It's a Microsoft published game.
2: Pretty, i'm 99.9 9. yeah it has to be yeah oh, okay yeah, microsoft owns i, I yes. think
1: it is what's the one sure Sega right. makes
2: uh, that's also pretty popular uh total war, total that war. Game okay Always used to be one i got of my them favorites confused. total war is all about the diplomacy that you cannot beat in one day let alone okay like an hour That's why I said I got those two in my,
0: cause I was going to say if it's a third party title, like you're not really giving it as much credit by playing it just on game pass. But if it's a first party title, like yes, like Xbox is directly benefiting from that
2: a lot. Age of vampires is all about like short, quick little Hmm. battles and, and whatnot. Total war is all about like taking over a massive country, essentially. Um, the campaign and, and like completing one sort of session or, or like campaign in Total War would probably take maybe a week or two if you oh, wow. really, really grinded it out. Yeah.
0: Neat. Neat. Okay.
2: Uh, so yeah, now we're moving on to Ed here. Uh, Metroid Ed. Did I did I get any votes from anyone else about Age of Empires because of how many customizations it has? Mike, are you going
0: to change your vote? Are you going to accept that Mario Party is definitely in dead last in this current list of four?
3: In the um, multiplayer aspect, maybe, but in the single player.
0: <laughs> okay. So yes, Mike's vote is currently going to Mark's. Uh, <clears throat> so all right, because <laughs> congratulations, Mark. Uh, you have unless you. unless you are unless you are seceding, Mark, to Mario Party Superstars. I think me and yeah, Ed I'm, are in agreement that definitely Age of Empires probably has a step ahead Mario Party, though.
3: Didn't Mark already say Mario Party? I,
0: I'm take, I've I'm never played the game, first of all. <laughs> you know what Mario Party is. You We've all played that game. You are traumatized, know, I, just like the
2: rest I'm of us. I'm going to love it. I just can't right.
0: wait. Right. So That's your, Well, actually, be, you yeah. can wait. You've told us so.
2: Yeah, actually, technically, you are correct. You you not have to ask for it for yeah, Christmas. You said I, could I put it on myself, Christmas. but...
0: You know, Mark, um, did you realize that you could buy something now and someone could just give you money later? And uh, that counts? <laughs>
2: That's not how Christmas works.
1: I, I've done that for a few of my guests. I'm like, <laughs> hey, hey, mom and dad, I see this deal on this thing I want. You want me to buy it? Okay, I'll vend you the money.
0: Mark is having an but, existential crisis right now.
1: Yeah, this yeah, is, may, may, this maybe, is maybe, I'm, maybe I'm taking the magic out of Christmas. but
0: As least, a, least not... This is the age of the internet. Christmas is different. Uh no one wants to say it out loud, but Bezos is just Santa with his beard shaved off, beard and hair. Um, that's why Bezos is so evil, because he was Santa for forever, and he saw the way the world turns, and he's just like, you know what? I'd rather just be a billionaire. So thanks, everyone. You turned Santa yeah, into and, Bezos.
1: And be- Bezos uses slave labor. It's just not elves.
0: Uh, no, there they're still elves that are slaves yeah is that the secret um he just also started using not elves so yeah it's uh that's that's it's the sad truth folks uh yeah so ed we're gonna we're gonna talk about dread and i'd have to say i'm uh, i'm more inclined to get to agree that metroid dread is definitely high up there um but i think we've had an extensive discussion both on and off the podcast about it and uh my biggest criticism with it is that I think some of the accessibility controls are, are not there. I wish, we agreed, we agreed that uh, it'd be nice if you could remap controls. You personally. Yeah,
1: I, I, I think you should have the option to remap controls and I think it should give you options whether or not you wanna hold buttons or tap buttons or, you know, I I, I actually, um I was, I was reading online about a few ideas that people had, how mm-hmm. you could improve the controls and, mm-hmm. and one of them I thought was interesting Was that you know if you don't want to have to like I I I saw some people complaining about like how you have to charge the I feel how you have to charge your missiles or charge your beam to use it. Mm -hmm. One idea they had that I thought was interesting that an alternative method was you can hold the button for rapid fire so you're not having to like keep tapping the button to get maximum damage or or the beam itself could automatically charge when you're not holding the button and then you could fire it press it to fire a charge beam so like that's an idea like i i wouldn't want to change the way it plays but i i think you should have the option to to remap controls and i think it should give you options of you know for the various fire modes do you want to hold the button do you want to tap the button and how do you want to function so i will i will agree that they could give you options
0: right Um, and just to be clear for both Mark and Mike's understanding and for the audience who are listening to uh, to this episode is that uh, Ed personally feels that the controls are fine as they are. And I can tell from the internet consensus that most people really didn't have much issue with them other than a few spotty things like I did like a uh, the the grapple beam, the missiles, and I and I
1: I, I, could, I could I could agree to one change is just to have the grapple beam be one button. I don't quite get why they you have to hold a button and then press another button to use the grapple beam. To me, that's I agree that one's a little cumbersome, but I like I like the way the missiles work. You you don't like that, but um.
0: yeah, it's uh it, it's just interesting and it would just be solved by allowing to have some accessibility options there are there is no difficulty selector although you can adjust the difficulty by going back and exploring more to collect more power-ups to give you more resources um and the they don't
1: they don't help that much because some of the some of the bosses they'll take like two or three two or three energy (laughs) tanks from one attack like you know you you even if you have like eight or ten energy tanks you're only tanking like three or four hits and you're done
0: yeah the map is also the map system in there is mostly awesome. I think some of the icons might be a little too small, but uh, they have everything in there it's pretty easy to figure things out. Um we were talking though, Ed, you were saying like one of the things that did start that you thought about and it got to you was uh, the loading times were were kind of a pain, right?
1: Oh yeah, and th- I guess this is another problem with the switch, like the loading times between um areas like when you take an elevator or you take like a cable car between the different areas yeah or a teleporter it's like probably at least a minute and i it when when you're backtracking and looking for older your for um power-ups that you may have missed or if you're just lost yeah if you're lost I, i didn't get lost too many times but yeah that that um can become an issue.
0: Yeah, we also want to talk about uh, repetition of bosses. Uh, While the Emmy were neat at first, I ultimately thought that the Emmy it wasn't diverse enough the way to defeat them. Um, I wish that it had been a little bit more interesting other than just different, like, you just had to figure out how to go through this room in order to do the two shots that you needed to do to beat them. Um, I think, and also having to beat the same type of enemy to get the the hyper, uh, the Ultra Beam power-up or whatever they called it in the game. Uh, I I wish they would have diversified it a little bit um, in that regard. So, you know, it's things like that. But all the other bosses are great. Uh, Also, the Emmys, they got progressively more and more difficult to maneuver around. And while you don't have to... You can definitely trial and error it. I do feel like towards the end, like the last two or three were really cheap. And it, it was just I was trying a lot more. Then I had to. Then I thought you mean I the, had to. You
1: mean the blue and purple one?
0: I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Because the one ones, could freeze you, and the other ones, one could literally see you through anything.
1: Yeah, those were tricky.
0: Yeah. Um. And then I don't know, Ed, if you agree with me on that. Like, do, don't you think like the just the way you had to beat the Emmys, like that solution, like it, it was a little repetitive by the time you.
1: I, I thought there was enough difference between, you know, the environment and figuring mm. out how to line up mm. your shot that it k- still kept me engaged. Like e- each one was a different scenario, even if it was the same fundamental concept.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I agree with you that Metroid Dread isn't really hard to get too lost in. Um, it's uh, it, and from what I've heard from other people, it definitely feels like it's much more of a linear Metroid than some of the other ones. So that's cool that they refined the the level design. I didn't I didn't get lost too often. Usually I could go to the map and be like, where haven't I explored yet? And I could figure things out. I only really got stuck at one specific part, which I, I um didn't get a chance to send you a little video of of where that is, Ed. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was the one part where I feel like I like to know that that was the spot because also part of it was. And while this is unfortunate, like at the very beginning there was the one thing, the, the respawning missile block that can create a small soft block, but it's right at the beginning, the checkpoint's only less than 30 seconds away, so it's not that big a deal to restart, but I still think it's a weird oversight. Um, and the other thing is there was a uh, doorway that I had would have been able to shoot and bypass and open up from the correct angle, but I had already progressed through the one spot, and so that door was still locked off. And I needed to find the new route, and that new route was behind like one small block in this weird section that required a really difficult uh, dexterity challenge, or at least it was. It was a, I thought it was tougher than it needed to be dexterity challenge to get through. Um, and that was that was frustrating. I actually had to use a YouTube video to figure out where I was supposed to go uh, to find it and get through there. So um, overall, I do think Dread was really cool, but there isn't there isn't much of a story, which Metroid is. Uh, is apt to do but it had a better it, story it, than most it, ha-
1: it had more story than most metroid uh, other than like fusion i'd say yeah. it had probably had the most story um but i wouldn't want more story than it
0: had but what, that's, that's i think they could still could do bigger metroid games and they certainly have i think uh what they did was what they needed to do is re- return to form they did 2d they they gave it to the fans it was very solid uh, it ran at sixty FPS for the most part, very stable overall. Only a few times did it really hitch, and that was never. I it rarely ever hitched in a in a spot where I thought was like, oh, this would have affected my my gameplay experience. So uh, yeah, I I think Dread is pretty good, and, and it's hard to say this. I felt uh, I I don't know if you could really call this a criticism. Is like you know I I, I think we're both agree. It would have been nice if there was a little bit more something else, whether that be an extra zone or um some kind of like. A uh, new game plus, or uh, some sort of extra thing that could have that would have incentivized revisiting the game, other than just cleaning up all the power-ups. And by the end of the game, you don't need all the missiles, all the e-tanks, and all the uh, extra ammo slots. You, you're, it's. It, there's nothing really s- weird or hidden in there, other than just kind of the joy of going back through or speed running it. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you. Agree I mean, that I, I, I,
1: I, I think the length of it was actually perfect. I mean, because it it you know there's enough to do on your first playthrough and s- speed running and doing the game over and finding mm-hmm. you know exploits and that is the replayability for a lot of people not necessarily for me but that that's like if it if it's a if it's a you know 30 or 40 hour metroidvania like hollow knight like if i think that there's a lot harder it's it's harder to 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 say that you want to replay it and try to get your time down like i think i think you don't get that level of replayability if the game is really long and extended because it you know it just takes that much longer to replay it
0: yeah and it's um, it's 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 uh, on your first playthrough that game can take anywhere from probably 8 to 15 hours depending on whether or not you try to get everything uh, depending on how well yeah. you do against the bosses and navigating the environments and the en- and the enemies so that game can definitely be way longer and the in-game clock lies because it doesn't count a lot of things in there to like lessen the time. Um, the only kind of collectible that there is in there is the artwork you get for based on how quickly you beat the game. I think that's about it. There might be some other aspects to it, but there's not much unlockable or extra, which is a little disappointing. Um, and who knows if they'll put some free DLC in that or even do an expansion later on just to keep it going and kind of give it some, some extra love and let people throw a little bit more money on it. Uh, I, I'd hope they do. I, I'd be interested in Some DLC, not to mention just some patches. I don't know what they would.
1: I don't know what they would do, but I mean, it would be interesting to see if they could come up with something. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Metroid Metroid Dread's pretty good, pretty good, but but it doesn't have Groot. It doesn't have Star Lord trying to figure out how to make do with his ragtag family that he's assembled from all corners of the galaxy, and trying to build a, a business of of well bounty hunters slash ne'er-do-wells of uh, I guess not ne'er-do-wells but the opposite of ne'er-do-wells ne'er-do-goods uh from all sorts of troubled pasts to a, an 80s soundtrack that just is great with a little mini game where you're trying to do in a motivational speech and you can flub it and then your team kind of makes fun of you for it or every little time you you kind of go off the beaten path to find some upgrades your friends heckle you and, and wonder what the heck you're doing or has have you gone soft in the head it's it's uh it's quite great. And then the sentimental moments. I don't want to go too spoiler, but being able to have some sentimental moments and really dig into the characterization of each character of each of your your teammates, learning their ins and outs and really watching the guardians become a team and taking the the father-daughter trope and turning it on its head while also showing emotional growth for all these characters, dealing with with love and loss and the past and letting go and building a future and understanding that Found uh, what it would be like if you could go back in time and and fix things, and would you really want to and and whatnot. And uh, on top of all that, the game has multiple difficulty settings as well as a slew of accessibility options. It is probably one of the prettiest games I've to date. Like we're talking like on the level of detail of like if you did thought, you
1: play it on? Did you play it on PC?
0: I did play it on PC. So uh, while I did get to try it with. Uh, with ray tracing enabled and uh, at a higher resolution than, than 10E. Uh, I forgot if I said it to 4K. I think I played at 1440. Um, but I, used dyna- I did use some dynamic scaling. I also got to use variable refresh rate for the first time. And I would say that was the feature that impressed me the most because it allowed me to have an extremely solid experience. Um, but just having a, a great action game where I could uh, battle alongside my teammates, and eventually can call out their abilities. So you, you play just a Star-Lord, and eventually your teammates are just your characters. But there's also really cool moments where um, you'll be doing combos, and if your other teammates are near you, their AI will automatically jump in and like finish combos for you. So there was one time I did a combo and I uppercutted a dude, and then Drax came in and just body slammed the guy back to the ground in slow motion, and that was pretty epic because I didn't know that was going to happen. And then there's just the random times where it does the cinematic cuts where you'll deck a guy. Then Gamora comes in and slashes him with the sword, then Rocket blasts him with a with a rocket launcher. And then you've got Groot who sticks him with Vines, and then you got Drax who comes in and punch him, and Star Lord delivers one more uppercut. And that guy is dead as F. And uh that's pretty awesome. Plus, uh, as you get upgrades, um, there's only like four upgrades to your main guns on top of a slew of like uh, some more like basic power-up stuff that you get. And uh, the game definitely teases you with upgrades as you go. And I was really worried, because a lot of action games do this, where they don't really give you enough of your kit to pl- and give you time to play with it right away. So by the time I got my last power-up, I'm like, okay, am I like at the end of the game? And I was, but the end of the game was a longer dungeon, about, I'd say, maybe 40 minutes or so. And I felt like that it gave me just enough time to really put everything to the test. All my characters had all their power ups. I had all my tools, and I was able to really play around with the battle system and kind of enjoy it. Uh, and they even took away the little uh, team power up mechanic that they had and let you just force you to play with the uh, with the other mechanics, and then brought it, gave it back to you in one of the most epic scenes I've ever seen, uh, I've ever witnessed in a video game. And it just felt great. And from the the start to finish. I just was impressed overall. I was laughing throughout. There's dialogue choices, you can say. And then also, there's actually, like, being kind of semi mass effect you can make dialogue choices that actually impact how stages will go in the game and how certain events will play out later in the game. Now, there's not a ton, but there's definitely enough where a second playthrough can feel completely different than the other and can lead to not only completely unique interactions, but also just new parts of the stage that you never went before or new sequences and having to fight different enemies and go through different hallways, which is hear me? great. Yes, I can I'm hear you. you. Um, and yeah, I clocked in, I think around like 25 hours mm-hmm. with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Also there's a slew of costumes for you to get that are not paid for. You just find them in boxes throughout the game and then you can equip them on your character. Some are really funny. Some are really cool but I have to say the default looks for the characters are pretty darn awesome as is, so I didn't really feel like there was any need to uh, to switch out that much, and I think there's there probably a couple I, I would've enjoyed, but there was over 40 costumes to start with uh, inside the game without DLC. So that that's pretty substantial. Um, the game does have some technical glitches and stuff. I did have to re, there was some stuff that, that messed up where I'd have to reload a checkpoint. I don't think I had anything where I needed to like fully restart the game, um, but yeah, every once in a while there were some some weird technical glitches and uh, some of the cuts or some of the um, side dialogue scenes uh, don't use like fully. Oh, what's that sound? We good? Everyone okay? That was creepy.
3: That was weird. Yeah, but that wasn't me. I don't. Oh,
0: well, all right. Uh, and there was, uh, th- where they're using not like fully mo animations for the faces, so things get a little awkward, but the dialogue makes up for it, and the, the way the characters interact and, and talk to each other, it feels very organic. It feels very relatable. The things are going through, like we all go through as people, and or can understand, um, and the performances really come through, and, and uh, as long as you're not playing with streamer mode on, which takes out uh, all the licensed music... Like the the actual soundtrack and the use of that stuff is phenomenal. Um, I really, if, if you're looking for a single player game that's just an action adventure and you really like sci-fi and you want a good healthy dose of, uh, I guess I could say that because this can be both good or bad. If you're looking for essentially an interactive Marvel movie, this is it. This nails it. This is as good, if not better, in a different way than the, the Spider-Man for PS4 and Miles Morales.
2: Like this just it doesn't have it it doesn't have any of those uh those songs that you were talking about earlier from the soundtrack, does it? Oh, uh it does actually. It features all those
0: and, oh, and many many more.
2: Yeah. Oh, interesting. But what about the multiplayer? There's no
3: multiplayer. <laughs> now there is
0: no multiplayer, but we're not really docking a game for being single player or multiplayer unless we're only going to dock it we're only going to dock it based on the feature set it provides such as with you know like with Mario Kart. We're going to we're going to trash on it if it's not letting us Customize all these different options. or it's missing things we feel like it should be there, or like Mario, uh, Mario uh, Golf, where the invite system literally resets your game in order to work for no for no reason. Does does it have trebuchets? I think there is a sci-fi equivalent of a trebuchet at least once.
2: Can you convert enemies into your own enemy or into your own units if you convert them with a monk? Hang on. Let me think.
3: I'm supposed to get uh, Dread and guardian. Can you smash blocks?
0: You can oh, smash I'll blocks. There are multiple you times you smash base? blocks. Uh, you don't build <laughs> a base, but you do build a family. You do build a found family. And you build a strong connection
2: with several people. And you burn a uh, hole into your palm by spinning your Joy-Con? Uh, if you want to, yes. <laughs>
0: Is it required? No. Which I think is I think makes that a plus. Accessibility options. So you don't even have to spin them if you don't want. I actually played without the QTEs on because I found that I really don't care about QTEs and that actually made the experience... That really didn't change much about the experience other than some stuff was... Uh, I just didn't have to worry about it. It made more certain cinema moments more cinematic and it made other stuff just not a pain. Um... Once I saw someone play with QTEs on, I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that was a QTE there. And it didn't even feel like it needed to be. And the game was definitely challenging still. I played on normal. I didn't really adjust any of the uh, accessibility settings because I'm like, I- I'll only adjust this based on what I feel I need this game to be. And I honestly didn't need to. I gave it a few tries. And it, other than just some weird bugs or collision detection issues where, like, it wanted me to jump a gap. And I didn't know exactly how it wanted me to jump it. And so it just didn't catch um, or some puzzles that were, wasn't quite clear where I was supposed to go next or see where, what I had to shoot. Um,
3: what about simplicity? Like,
0: very simple. And like I said, accessibility, settings, you can make it even more simple if you want. You can also make so it more you challenging. You,
3: could, you can just use two buttons to beat the game.
0: You do have to use more than two buttons. But I will not dock a game for requiring you to use more or less buttons. Other than if it doesn't make you, sense,
2: like with Dread. Can you steal stars from other people?
0: You definitely there is some star ceiling in Guardians of the Galaxy. This is true.
1: I I think I'm gonna have to dock Guardians of the Galaxy um for being a licensed game. Just it's not an original gaming property. Like it they didn't come up with they didn't come up with anything for the game i think the fact that it's a licensed game is like a knock against it. it's a good licensed game but it's still a licensed game
0: well then Ed, now that you bring up that point i must ask this um does does age of empires count considering that all of history existed before and that is what age of empires is built on or is it my god or is it because it's public domain that it doesn't count
1: I don't know. I mean, you, no, you, you can have historical fiction, and that's still an original work, but like, like even Guardians of the Galaxy is, I, I just feel like the fact that it's a licensed game is like a negative point against it.
0: Well, wait, um, let me check. Mark, uh, does Microsoft have to pay a licensing fee to the cultures that it is appropriating?
2: <laughs> i i sure hope not for the purposes
0: um, of this they, game but so you they, cannot they, state they, for they sure might. whether or not they're paying license fees
1: they might did you see that like I some of the medical solid games got pulled from digital storefronts because they use like licensed historical footage so like we don't we don't know the deals that these game companies make for history so you know maybe that's they're true that Mark, Maybe they're paying, like, the Genghis Khan estate or something. Mark, do you
0: know if that footage was licensed from other sources, such as National Geographic or something else? Or did Microsoft make all of its own footage for that game?
2: I, I think they... Yeah, the footage that they got, they definitely got... It was recent. It's all, like, I don't know, 2020-ish mm. footage. Mm. Yeah, I was mm. saying earlier, like they took that and then compared it to kind of like a, more of an artistic drawing of what it used to look like, or maybe there was images from mm. in the past. I don't remember. Mm. Like I said, I'm not a history buff. Mm. So I usually hit skip on that stuff. Can,
3: All you, right. can you play um, uh, Guardians on the Switch?
0: Isn't yes, there a you can.
3: Cloud ver- isn't there a cloud version? There is a
0: cloud version uh... on the Switch. So you shouldn't play it, but it is playable. <laughs> It is the least it it is a version that shouldn't exist, but it does. So uh point to Guardian Guardians is available on all platforms.
1: Not on three D S.
0: All current gen platforms. <laughs> and I'm sure I, I wouldn't be surprised if you could hack the three DS to add the swi- the streaming capability in it because it is streaming. I don't
1: I don't think you could, but <laughs> it'd be cool if you could. A D make? Oh, I I haven't played Guardians, so I, I, I did buy it, so I'm probably going to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. too blurry, Mark.
0: Yeah, it's not coming through, Mark. Sorry. Mark is trying to hold his phone up to the camera to to show us some messages, uh, time-wise. Uh, yeah, we are running a little bit over time here. So, uh, okay, everyone, Guardians of the Galaxy wins, right? So we can move on and end the episode?
3: No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, it's really hard, because everyone has a played all these games so like My i mean vote I, for mine,
2: and i'll vote for years so
0: for the record for the record i said we could all just name our own goaties but then in the consensus before the episode people were saying oh no we should try and pick one and i'm like okay so I am just uh you know I'm I'm being the the benevolent switch, dictator
1: I'll that switch I am my vo- I'll switch my vote to Mario Party just because I don't want guardians of the out I don't yeah, want majority yes Mario party wow.
2: Superstars. <laughs> game of <Wow>. the year
1: Wow. <laughs>
0: Mario party superstars worst game ever <laughs> we've wow. lost
1: all credibility <laughs> Wow.
0: You, that I I mean by by, by vote that is the the Option Menu Crew podcast official game of the year 2021 is Mario Party Superstars. That we all that was last year. Balon Wonder World.
3: Oh yeah, that's right so so Well, actually the, wait hang
0: on hang on hang on i gotta double to check fair, that. Was this, to that. this is year? a
1: valid approach this is a valid approach i mean you you've listened to the the giant bomb game of the year discussions right didn't they choose tetris effect connected or tetris effect as their game of the year because that was the only game they could like unanimously agree on
0: sorry everyone balan wonder world came out this year uh so that is the worst game of the year that has ever existed and therefore <laughs> uh by that i mean it is the uh it is game of the year, it's just terrible that it is. So, uh, none of us won, Balan Wonder World wins. Uh, congratulations to everyone. Did anyone else have uh, any closing thoughts? And your resolutions! So, we'll, uh, we'll, go, in, uh, we'll go in reverse order. Um, I didn't really think about what I'd wanna do for resolution because honestly everything's going really well. Um, I don't feel like I'm gonna be buying any more controllers, so that's like a big thing that was that was funny. Um, does anyone have any suggestions for for resolutions here? I'm willing to put this to the to the room. For
2: yes, me. I think all three of you will relate. I want to play more Nintendo time. I had what did mm. I say? Forty two in twenty twenty one. I would like to hit fifty. I was at thirty four, then forty two. I need to make a little bit more of a, a realistic step up. So I think you can. Well,
3: Mario Party to... could help you. Help yes, sir. That.
0: Yes, mm. sir. Mm. Mm. Uh, oh, you know what? Here's my resolution. I will um, not play any more Switch until the new Switch comes out, so I can play everything at 60 FPS at least. Yeah, I think that has to be the uh, the resolution there.
1: You're not yeah. gonna play Mario Party with us?
0: Does it run at 60? <laughs> uh, it runs I don't at know. 144 actually. Wow, that's uh, that's impressive. I guess I have to make an exception.
3: And while Luigi's in it, I'll, I mean, I'll
1: offer, I'll offer a resolution. I guess if we're going in reverse order, that means yeah. I'd be. Or I don't know. Did you, did, is that your real resolution? Not not playing Switch until the no, that well. was just a joke. <laughs> I, I, I I
0: I don't know what to to say for resolution of really something to uh, something to do there.
1: What about like goal? Like, do you have a goal?
0: That's the same
1: thing. You can call it a goal or a resolution.
0: I mean, yeah, but uh, I guess, you know what, let me look at my list here, because I'll throw something out just to have something on the board. Um, Let's see, I beat 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, well, okay, Trilogy is actually three games, so 1, 2, 3, 7, 8, 9. I, okay, I beat 18 games this year. So let's say I'm going to aim for beating uh 25 games. I will beat <laughs> That's a big one. My resolution <laughs> is to beat 25
3: games. But not in like the year 100%. of our Lord 2020
0: 100%. No no, not 100%. Just just clearing the campaigns. That's what I define okay. as beating a game. So, and we'll double check if there's anything that's kind of weird, um, like, uh, like, I I doubt we're gonna be in another near situation, um, but I will check with the room over time if a, if a game's like, well, it's kind of like you don't beat it, the, you hit the credits the first time, that's not really the end of the game. There's like more or something, or you're supposed to replay. It. Like, we'll discuss it. But yeah, I'll I'll put that out there just to have something to talk about for next year. Is 25 games? I'm gonna try and beat. 25 games, which by definition is just clearing the campaign. So multiplayer games uh, or multiplayer modes are an exception, are an exception.
1: All right. Um, well, I guess if we're going in reverse order, I'm next then. Um, I'm just going to say, and this is, this is kind of more of a personal goal, but mm-hmm. also related to gaming is just, I, 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 frequently am like i get to the end of the day and i'm just like exhausted because i didn't get enough sleep and then i'm it means i'm not playing a game even though i feel like i might like to so i just this is if if only you know obviously the most thing and most important thing in life is playing video games If, if only to support that goal i I have got to just be more consistent on my sleep schedule. And it's, 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 it, I think it's just gotten worse since I've been like uh, working from home, you know, work is, work is home, home is home. Like it's, you know, I can blame COVID, I can blame any number of things, but, but just if only in support of trying to, you know, be able to enjoy the things I enjoy, which video games are, are one of those things. Um, I just need to be, I want to, I'm going to, commit to you know getting the rest that i need to enjoy all things that life offers me including video games
0: just commit to beating persona 5 royal and final fantasy 7 <laughs> remake integrate by the I'll end of 2022
1: and that i'll be i'll be able to do that
0: all right there you go that's all you need to do Oh, also quick i'm gonna edit my uh my um thing because i'm already playing games right now and i don't want to like put off ratchet and clank into 2022 to meet that so i want to beat 25 more games by the end of 2022 all right cool cool, cool. mark if, if,
1: if you hit if you hit credits in 2022 if it, if it gets to like january 1st 1 a.m and you hit the credits in ratchet and clank that's a 2022 game in my book
0: well i'm saying i could beat it beforehand because then i want to go into rift apart um, and i really don't want to delay it so okay uh, fair yeah. enough yeah there's that so it sounds like uh, that's that's okay. So twenty five more games by the by the end of twenty twenty two. Sorry, Mark, go. Uh,
2: I kind of already said my my increase in Nintendo play time. Um, you want to put a number on that
0: just for comparison's sake?
2: Yeah, I said like fifty, but maybe let's say fifty
0: four hours. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you meant percentage based <laughs> on that report card. Uh, also, so I missed whether 50, or not you were.
3: 54 days.
0: 50, yeah what uh 54 percent yeah what would 54 percent in hours be while you're doing that math mike do you have a resolution for 2022 in gaming
3: uh sure yeah oh so last year i was kind of like you know 100 percent like a game like that's a pretty lofty goal i think for any
0: turned game. out to be a pretty lofty goal yeah
3: yeah Yeah. so this year i'm gonna you know take it easy mm-hmm. and um <laughs>
0: and beat one game
3: and we're gonna we're gonna try to uh, beat uh five, five games let's see and, and Ooh. May, at least maybe try ten
0: try I, I don't know try at least ten beat five yeah okay and you can't don't do-
3: know well yeah i'm, I'm gonna say player. that doubles
0: up if you end up trying a game and then beating it that counts as one for both categories i'm gonna be i'll okay. be i'll be fair with you on that
3: all right that sounds good
0: Okay. Mark, did you uh did you have the time there before we signed off, or we can always get that math from you later? No, I'm not gonna do it. Fifty four percent of three hundred and sixty five days. Yeah, plus th- plus fifty four percent. What would that be?
2: A lot. A crap ton of hours. It would way be. more than I realistically could ever even think about.
0: Well, just make sure you use your switch more in portable mode, uh, while you're mountain biking, and then you'll be fine. And reference and those re- things, when you're when you end up with like
1: on the rooftop bars and you know on the beach you can play your switch and
0: wear your mask social distance get your vaccine if you can yeah, get yeah. all of them and take your switch to every single occasion it's more fun weddings definitely funerals. for weddings definitely <laughs> funerals, funerals. <laughs> most most <laughs> definitely everyone could use a little bit of cheer at a funeral all oh right oh my god that's awful but anyway, if you
1: get the, if you get the Switch OLED, you can have that like enhanced stand for tabletop mode. You can just put it up on the table, and <laughs> people can play people can play Mario Party where they're mourning.
0: If you don't have never owned a Nintendo Switch, it or, is but, I will not, not judge you. you no, buying OLED. For
2: the Switch against the pack.
0: He loved the Nintendo <laughs> so Switch. Bad. She she would have wanted it this way. Yeah, uh, I will not judge anyone that buys a Nintendo Switch OLED if they've never owned a Nintendo Switch before. But otherwise, please don't. Please don't give Nintendo the money that they haven't earned. Anyways, thank you so much, guys, for being here. Shout-outs to Paul. Uh, he was unable to make it today, but we know he, wanted, he was with us today in spirit. And uh, we'll certainly be having all you guys on at some point uh, in the next year for the episodes. We, we're definitely uh, keeping this thing going as long as we, we can. Um, it's been a ton of fun. Thank you so much to all our listeners who have heard us so far. Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, if you could we we'd really appreciate it you know we want to make sure that we're we're keeping the discourse going and trying to and reach people besides just you know having fun here we're hoping we're we're adding uh to everyone else's enjoyment as well and yeah we hope everyone has a Merry Christmas if you celebrate or whatever holiday season uh, it is for for you and your culture uh, also have a happy new year please be safe uh, have fun uh you know hug your your hug your friends and family and we hope that everyone has a great twenty twenty two and that the world uh, keep gets a little bit better so thanks again everyone uh all you guys here i appreciate you so much and uh i'm sure we'll be hanging out soon, or or chatting or whatnot and gaming for sure
2: happy holidays
3: happy holidays
2: hi that's that